Continuing Perak Yud Ches. In the time of Midrash, Kemosha Marnu. So we've been so Maral until now introduced the fact that Moshe Rabbeinu was named on the fact that he was drawn out of water. Um, I think Ezra should be able to show the same, not the same page. Yeah, it's Shemos Yehet, and then Shemos So the the Moshe was called Moshe because he was drawn out of the water. Now we spoke out how there's a, there's there's a as I'll point out a nice message that it's a hakar satov that you have to have to satovatia who saved his life. But the moral is saying that, that seemingly the pasuk is stressing over here. First of all, why is that to stress that he was drawn out of water? Why can't we just say that he was drawn out of the canal, out of the river, which was which would be more accurate? So seemingly, it's important to know he's being drawn out of water. What is it? What is the significance of it? So you go. Here we go. Um, so we spoke about the fact that water is lotion rabim. That it is something that is without form. That it is uh, amorphous. To us. I mean, it has form. Very little. Very. It takes on whatever form is being given, right? Um, whereas the unity of something the, the is is always through the form. I mean, the form is what gives the definition, the function of the thing. Moshe Rabbeinu is Elokim. He's someone who is the opposite of this of this water, which is without shape. So here we go. Vatama Midrash. Moshe Rabbeinu Shalom Hatsura Nevdelis. Since Moshe Rabbeinu was a Tzuran of Delos, Kemoshe is buyer. Nosan HaKadosh Boruchu Arichus L'Tzura Sa'olom Shehoyu B'dor Mabul He's saying, what is this last Midrash we just brought? We just brought up a Midrash, apologies. I made a summary, I did not summarize the very, very, very last point that he just made, which was he brought up a Midrash in Bereshus Rabbah. Midrash says, Bishagam Hu Basar. Um, that's a justification. I'm saying <coughs> I'm going to I'm going to destroy the world, but I'm not going to annihilate it. I'm, I'm going to allow humanity to survive. Why? Bishagam hubasar in him being also flesh. I mean, he's flesh and blood. What do you want from him already? That's that's a simple translation of the pasuk. But Chazal over here, Darshan, bishagam begimatria Moshe. Oh, it's a very different shot. Before it was, if I'm if I'm understanding the implication here, before it was, man sins and really I should destroy them. But hey, listen, they're flesh and blood; it happens. But here it sounds like man sins, they're fl- and I should destroy them. Yet Moshe Rabbeinu, who was able to achieve the highest level, he was flesh and blood. They're capable of more, therefore I shouldn't destroy them. I'll s- 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 Moshe. Is that true? 
um, close, but uh, I still want to adjust a little bit. At the end of the day, you always want, ideally, um, the understanding is that that the Pshat and the Drush should be working together. Okay. They shouldn't be coming against each other. But Bishagamhu Basar is saying, even though he's flesh and blood, you know, but but still there's some there's some value over here, right? So now about Moshe Rabbeinu, we spoke about last time that, that to say about him, and nonetheless he is flesh and blood, means don't think he's entirely, uh, you know, a, a, a man full of you, know, you made out of fire, you know, that, that he's he, as close as Moshe is to being a spiritual being. At the end of the day, there is there is he he is flesh and blood. What's the, what's the deal with that? Okay. So um, so so, but the point is that uh, that Bishagam is alluding to Moshe Rabbeinu, and just like Moshe Rabbeinu lived 120 years, so to Hashem says, man will live 120 years. So Moshe Rabbeinu is flesh and blood, but it alludes to. The flesh and blood in 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 the best sense possible, which is Moshe, which is the which is the merit that people will have 120 years to live from Moshe. Okay, so 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 again. Vatamir Kemoshamar Nuki Mipnei Shaya Moshe Rabbeinu Alava Shalom Hatsura Nevdelas. He was a person who lived by principles, by ideals, and not by what the physical world around him demanded. Moshe is buyer. Nasa na kodesh boruchu arichus lutsura saolom. So because of that, Hashem gave. He extended the the the, the life. Really, I mean, sura is really life. Uh, the difference between a bunch of inorganic matter is that it's not. It has no serious organization to it. Life is extraordinarily sophisticatedly organized. Right? If things break down, things just become a blob, a mess, or whatever it is, that's not life. People ask, what's the difference in life and not life? So it's not alive. I have a bunch of, you know, you have a bunch of the same stuff or, or, or random mixture of, of, of a bunch of different things. Right? Uh, what does life do? Is I eat a little bit from here and a little bit, eat a little bit from there, I eat a little bit from there. And what with my body, I we organize whether it be my entire body or just a cell, a bacteria cell, whatever it may be. It collects these random pieces of nutrients of material and organizes them in a highly functional way. That's Tura. So Hashem is saying, I'm not going to destroy the life of the world. I'm not going to destroy the world. I'm going to allow it to live. Which means I'm going to allow Tzura to stay. I'm not going to just turn it all back into uh, a, a, a mush. Which is what water does. Water just kind of, you know, dissolves everything, right? You take you take anything, you know, you soak it long enough, it just kind of falls apart. It doesn't, it doesn't get destroyed like a fire does. A fire actually takes the stuff and turns it into charcoal, right? Here, all the little separate pieces will still be, but they're going to fall apart. It's just going to dissolve. Right? The quickest you see that is with a loaf of bread. You, know, you put a loaf of bread in, in a bucket of water, you come back tomorrow, it's just going to be just this mush. Right? So it breaks down the bonds. 
But the point is, so that was the potential threat. The world is not deserving of having form, of having tzura, of having life. And but in the schools of Moshe, who is a person who embodies what a flesh and blood person, how much tzura he can gain, you know, how much the tzura can be the ikr, and the chomer can be the tuffel. So in that schus, the world is given life. So... I'm just a little confused. Is it that Surah, the the complex organization and restructuring of many different <coughs> elements, is life? Or Surah is the ability, life creates that as a possibility to, to reorganize things and restructure and think from here? Maybe both. Okay. Uh, you don't see any complexity hmm. in something that's not alive. Yeah. And something that's alive is complex. Extraordinarily complex. Mm. But is that what gives it life? Its complexity, or okay. good question. Not 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 our topic right now. Seemingly, the two of them are, are inextricably connected. That's that's sure. Okay, or you, in other terms, you you could think of it as neshama potentially. So anyway, so does that make sense? So Moshe Rabbeinu, who is, although he's physical, but he's so much tzura, so in his chus, the world is allowed to continue retaining tzura. It's not all just dissolved, you know, uh, it's, just all, it's not all just liquefied. Yes or no? Okay. Um, Nimochin b'mayim, they were not all dissolved by the water. Haboyim la'abed hatsura, which come to destroy the tsura. Ubishvil zchus shel Moshe Rabbeinu alav shalom. Shahaya tsura shleima. He was a person of definition. Bitachtonim, even though he was in the, in the lower worlds, he's not an angel. So nivdol minamayim. So he is a person who is separate from water. So Hashem extended. He said, "Okay, fine. I'm gonna, I'm gonna allow. I'm gonna allow that there should be life." Wait, Arichus implying that the prior door there was a delay. Was only living eighty years. No, there was what? a delay. There was a delay of 120 years in bringing the flood. Right. Oh. Hashem delayed bringing the flood. Okay. I mean, oh, in so the schools of Moshe. referring back to? The Dormabel. That wasn't... The fact that, that, that there can be such a human as Moshe Rabbeinu uh, says that, okay, we're going to... We're going to... Let's hold... You know, it's, um, starting line, right? They, they, they feel, oh, there's this one company, they put out this one... They could put out such a product... We have faith in you. We're going to give you an extra. You know, we're going to we're going to we're going to extend to you another credit line because because we know you you've, you've 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 managed to provide such things in the past. In the past or in the future. I mean, Hashem obviously knows the future equally as He knows the past. So He knows a Moshe Rabbeinu can come from humanity. It's good to let, let, let's let's let let's let this thing run a little bit. So did, did that become then the, why that, that's why it became the claw for all of humanity to become Why people can only live to 120? Perhaps. Yeah. But so long, 
Maila Gdoila, this is exactly what we just said, that what does it mean? In what way is Moshe Rabbeinu, meaning Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't even born, he wasn't there, they weren't his, you know, what, why, in what way are they connected? So the answer is that the world has such a thing to it, it has a Maila Gdoila, it has this incredible, great thing, the Ode, Sheyesh Tzura Hagoveras Alamayim, that there's someone who can be more defined by his beliefs and his ideas than by his physical needs or by his physical self. That, that is Moshe Rabbeinu. So since the world can have such a person in it, so then Hashem is going to extend another opportunity, extend a little bit more of life to the world without giving up on it. Why, why Moshe Rabbeinu went and people Moshe before is, that, Noah, um, Moshe is Avram. the epitome of Tzura. He is the ultimate. The, the Rambam writes, Moshe Rabbeinu reached perfection of man. The most perfect that a man could be. So why not Avram, why not Yaakov? They're not that. They're very great. But they're not, they're not, they're not the Tzura. What was, what was sorry? What was Israel like? What was he lacking? It's not that he was. It's not that he was lacking a particular thing. It's that he was doing what he was supposed to do. Each one of the avos was laying down a fundamental pathway, but the culmination of it, and the you know, with 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 the Kabbalah Satora, with the you know, the, the, the that all the ultimate is Moshe Rabbeinu. I mean, it's uh, it was all building up for that. Right. They didn't have. They didn't have a Kabbalah Satora. They, they, um, they did. You know, uh, Avram Avinu kept kept the Torah, but it wasn't bechinas. You know, Gezer Samelach. Right, Yaakov Avinu married two sisters. Um, it, it was that was that was fundamental. Avos are fundamental. People get these things confused all the time between what is fundamental and what is the most lofty. And they're they're two different things. Fundamental is if not for this, there would be nothing. So you have to, the the Avos are, they're what defines everything, they're what, without them there is no Kalashal. Moshe Rabbeinu is is the crown, is 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 that this is the ultimate where man can finally go be standing on top of Harsinai for 40 days and 40 nights talking to Hashem Ponim al Using all of the things that were built beforehand and taking them to their peak. Yeah. And even he could not have done that had it not been for the Abba. Right. Because each one has his own tunes. It has his own personality. And it's yeah. more, is it more, I mean, I guess where I get confused is when you start comparing them, you're like, well, they were great, he was great, everybody seems great. But it really seems more like there you're is implying it's a, it's a One of these mission. classic uh, klutz kashas. Yeah. I don't understand, Rabbi, which holiday is greater? Is, uh, when, when Pesach time, you, everyone, you know, because I'll say that Pesach is the, is the greatest. And uh, Shavuot, Shavuot is the greatest. And Sukkah, Sukkah is the greatest. Or, you know, which meat is the best one? It's... Uh, uh, go through the different different yeah, meters. This seems to be the most important. No, this is the most important. You have to pay very close attention to what has, how Hazal phrase it, right? Yeah. Each one is going to be great in its own way, right? If you have, you have the 
all-star basketball team, right? So this is the greatest point guard, this is the greatest shooting guard, this is the greatest forward, you know, light forward, power forward, the greatest center. Each one is in his own way. Right? So that's um, what the moral is trying to train us to, to having a little bit more of a refined understanding of these things. Moshe, what did he do to reach this? It almost sounds like you know, he was drawn from the water, like from the time he's a baby, his destiny set up before him, and it doesn't really sound like he made decisions that led to this greatness. It was just, you know, this is what was supposed to happen, so this is what happened to this guy, and he was carried along the water. Yes, Help him out? Uh, I learned it last night in a little midriff with my son. Oh. Uh-huh. But I don't know if it's the answer you're looking with for. With most Romanian when he was I mean, born? But, you, but I think you know, you know what the answer is going to be. Well, I, I don't know if I know the Maharal's answer. I know the little midrash is answer. Uh-huh. Okay, Noah. Question is, Moshe Rabbeinu, let's, let's, let's say it in a little bit more direct, right? We went to all the, all the different chazals that Moshe Rabbeinu was born, and, the, uh, and, and they saw that they saw that he was good. Light filled the room and he was light oral. Light filled the ru- room and he was already born in Mohul. Right, no, and his yeah, name and his name was either Tov or Tuvia, right? Um, and uh, so, wow, so this is an incredible thing. So, so to Josh, it sounds like Moshe Rabbeinu didn't exercise any bechira. He was just really. How's there, how's there any hope for us? We weren't born, you know. <laughs> like, oh yeah, Moshe Rabbeinu could become Moshe Rabbeinu because. Oh, he became that. You're saying? Yeah. Well, I mean, may, uh, listen. Maybe he became it. But he was still born like with all the right things that led him to become so, that. So there were a lot of people so who don't actualize yeah. it. Yeah, exactly. So he was like as you're saying, he was born with great potential, which he actualized, just like we were born with a certain amount of potential. How do you mean actually with that with the other midrash about like the guy who came and painted Moshe's face and then he brought it to the guys? Like, this guy yeah. to Russia, yeah. and then yeah. brought it to we, we, we pointed it out. So uh, to, uh, to my knowledge, it's not a midrash. It's not a real thing. I'm not aware of it being a midrash. It's, it, it is a, a so story man, that. Man uh, or something? Never heard of this. So what? Never heard this yeah, yeah, yeah. We discussed it back then. So okay. clearly, does not does not work with the possible. Of that they saw he was good. Yeah. Could be. Could it have been that he was born with the innate potential for both? Okay. It certainly is not going to work with the Gemara and Soto with, with uh, how how he was born, Mohol, how he the light filled the room, etc. But okay, let's put it on the side. Let's keep on going. Okay. So fine. Um, so the point is that since there could be such a person in the world as a Moshe Rabbeinu, that's the ultimate surah, so then then, uh, then the surah of the world should not be destroyed by water. So it's not so simple to just pull the trigger to destroy the surah of the world. To destroy the form of the world. That from the water she drew him. They're the opposite. They're the antithesis. We've been referring to it as you know, the, the kryptonite of uh, Superman, right? So for Moshe Rabbeinu, that's water. It's the exact opposite of what he is. It's this plastic world we live in where things are the tour is so easily put onto something and so easily falls away 
right? We discussed this last time? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Well, um, okay. Yes. Well, there's no such thing as kryptonite in motion. He's such a strong supervisor. Yeah, right. Why would it weaken him? He's immune to it. It, is, it happens to be the other side of the spectrum of what, what he represents. And the opposite of something is always what, is always what hurts it. It's, 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 the, you know, it's the thing that is antithetical to you. That's why all his tests were by water? That's what the Kazal said, yeah. That's what they were in the middle. You, you missed the last couple of sessions, I think. Right? Yeah, I there was one test that wasn't the coins versus the coal, the Aish versus. That was Paro's test. That was a right. test for him. Yeah. yeah. You're saying that's not Hashem's test. Thank you, but Hashem's test was. Well, Nile, I'm saying Moshe Rabbeinu, was, uh, Moshe Rabbeinu died by water. Right. That's the point, right? That's the one we're working on right now. Ulakachayu. <laughs> Wrote him Abed as Moshe, so that's why the Egyptians were trying to destroy him, Moshe Rabbeinu of Shalom, with water, because it's the antithesis. The antithesis is always the thing that is, you know, if if I, um, you know, you are uh, you you are flesh and blood, right? So if I start, you know, throwing pieces of meat at you, right? You're not gonna, it's not gonna do much for you. But uh, but if I but if I expose you to fire, right, it's gonna burn you up. Because <coughs> you can't drown a fish. I'm a little in trouble understanding how motion is susceptible to water. If we're doesn't that inform the fact that he evidently was not such a strong sewer? We, we built a motion there. If you want to destroy a sewer, what wa- what destroys sewer in the world? Water destroys sewer. So what does it mean that Moshe was the strongest sewer? He was the strongest sewer out there. Yeah, like so we would, like we said, that's something that destroys Sura. Now it, he oh. will, fi- you know, he'll fight back. But but the point is that the thing that destroys Sura is the thing that is the most dangerous for Moshe, who is Sura. So, so when, when we say he's the strongest Sura, we're not coming to say he's, he's strong in so far as he has a that he's a strong of a defense against. Him. Against Homer, we're just saying he's, he is the epitome of Homer, Tura. epitome of Tura. Right. We're not saying that, that that strength is indicative of his strength to repel Homer. He no, the, he does have that, but uh, but at the end of the day, that's what's going to be. You know, if he's going to fall, it's going to be through. It's going to be through through something that destroys Tura. We said that he is the epitome of Surah because he was drawn out from the water. No. no. Being drawn out from... That's what he's doing right now. Let's, 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 listen, let's listen again. I thought that was already overcoming it. Lekach bas paro amra. That's why Batya said, ki min hamayim mishishihu. I drew him out of the water. Ki hamayim betzad atzmam heim hefech lemoshe. They're the opposite of him. Lukach, Hayu, Rotsim la Abedes Moshe. That's why they're trying to destroy Moshe Rabbein Alva Shalom. Bemaim. Veim Kolze, Minamaim Shishihu. And in spite of that, since the Egyptians were trying to destroy him with water, in spite of that, he was drawn out of the water. She Nishmat, he escaped. Vuhusra was taken out, Minamaim. Ad lo to the point that they could not get at him. Hamaim govrim al to try to destroy him. Meaning, if you take a tzura, take a imagine the, the Gemara says um, maybe this is Pshat and Gemara. Gemara says 
that um, Rabbi Lazar Ben Lazar Ben Padas. No, Rabbi Lazar Rabbi Lazar Rach was uh, one of the greatest Chachamim. He was Shakul Kineged Kulu, maybe, and then he went to live in Tiveria. That was a terrible mistake. Because of the water? Tiveria. And you know what's in Tiveria? Yes. In addition to that, the wonderful hot springs of, of Tiveria. It's a great location. It's a great uh, vacation spot. Right? So it is a place of indulgence. It is a place of tanugim. Tremendous... You know, I mean, you can, you know, yes. and, and, and he was there for a little while, and he he, could, he completely destroyed his learning to the point that he had to leave. And Chum uh, Davin from his whole story. He came from Yerushalayim. Yeah. <coughs> it's like the worst. once told me there's a reason there's no Kiruv in Hawaii. It's just like it's just impossible. Right. Person, is it, uh, 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 can you imagine Egypt? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nice. So it sounds like it sounds like more than Kiruv. They can be done Talmudic Chachamim. That's for sure. He's saying not even. He's saying <laughs> even Kiruv not. Oh, the Rambam, the Arizal. That was a different Egypt by then. Okay. <laughs> Okay. Um, we say the strong. That Rizal was what? He was there. So no, he grew up in Egypt. So what? Makes this is, this shot and the idea that, that as one's learning gets stronger, the one's a horror for. What? Uh, this shot in the idea that as one's learning and when one's holiness gets, gets elevated, that the susceptibility to to. You can no longer go hanging out in it's bars like with your old buddies um, once you're like holding at very very high levels. That will that will be extremely destructive to to those high levels. But you increase your sensitivity, right? With with a lack of exposure to things. True. I mean, like ask any yeshiva bacher. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. And sees a girl, is like, oh, that's different. Yeah. Um, and this is what the stargazers Shelparo were saying I'm sorry Taos thank you this was the mistake of the stargazers of Paro that they were thinking that he's just going to be that just simply water can knock out the tour of Moshe Rabbeinu that is a fundamental mistake. It's true. Water opposes the uh, opposed motion. Motion is the ultimate surah. The and and water is the destructive is is the opposite of that. But if you just take the ultimate good and the destroying power for that, and you just throw the two of them together, Hashem is going to save them. It doesn't just happen. Water is not enough of a force to destroy Moshe Rabbeinu. You need chet. Oh, if Moshe Rabbeinu makes a mistake, then yes. But by itself, not. 
וזהו תעוסם, זה זה מסתייק, כי בלא חייט אין המים גוברים עליו, the water cannot overpower him, he's strong, ושולט אין לו כלל, and they cannot rule over him at all, רק על ידי חט היה. So, in fact, I would venture to say, this mistake of theirs was לשיטוסם. The entire Egyptian lifestyle was based on the fact that the physical world defines, that, that's what, that's what the, the physicality is the main force. The water, that's why the water was everything for them, the Nile. That's the ultimate force. Who, what is the ultimate force? Hashem. Spirituality or physicality? Spirituality. Hashem made physicality also. Physicality. Joshua votes for physicality. What's the ultimate force? I vote for spirituality. As a vote for spirituality. Okay. So, I, but you see the Moshe Rabbeinu was, was ultimately brought down by water. Because he opened up the, you know, he opened up the, the gate to the Trojan horse. I mean, yes, the force will, will, must by definition be that of water. But it was only with his participation. If he would have stayed, if he would not have made that mistake, the water would have never gotten him. And he would have, he would have triumphed. Right? As we see over here, he's a little baby. He hasn't done anything wrong. The Surah will overcome the Homer. So a person who's a tzaddik, even if the physical world is completely opposing, if you stay true to the Surah, the Surah will win over the Homer. Not like what the Egyptians said. Hmm? Well, you were just playing water's advocate. Okay. Hine. Shame Moshe Rabbeinu Alva Shalom Nikra B'Shem Moshe Ki Min HaMai Meshisuhu B'Zeh Atzmo Hora Al Iker Ma'aloso By this itself the Torah is indicating to us instructing us about the essential nature of Moshe's greatness so the answer to your question is, why is it Moshe Rabbeinu reached that highest peak and not Yaakov Avinu? The answer is because Yaakov Avinu's name wasn't Moshe. Which one comes first? The way I said it. Moshe was named Moshe from the time he was born. The name, the name informs reality? Or the reality informs the name? The reality informs the name. But the point is, Moshe Rabbeinu from day one was... Well, not day one, but um, from month three, right, was <laughs> called Moshe. Okay. The name he goes, he's used, is not, he doesn't use the other names, the Torah uses the name Moshe. So that's because that was his unique koach, to go higher and higher and higher, ultimately to be able to spend 40 days and 40 nights without food or drink or sleep. That's how much of a tzura he was, and not a homer. Ultimately, to have his face shining, right? Okay. So this is telling us about the Iker, Mila, Shahayat Sura, Kedosha of Delos. It was a holy 
abstract definition of belief that transcended all physical needs. Shehashchina ha'isa medaberesimo pe'el pe' The Divine Presence spoke to him directly. Ve'yanivdil min ha'isha And he had to separate from his wife. Nobody else had to do that. Yaakov had Yaakov had four wives. Right? Moshe Rabbeinu didn't have any. So from here is a proof to the Catholic motto that people should be celibate. No. Uh, wrong, right? Not only Moshe Rabbeinu, when he reached that very, very, very extraordinarily high level, <laughs> at that point, when he, went, he was in constant communication, pal with the Shekhinah, then, then at that point, he was given instructions to separate from his wife. Right? But otherwise, people have to be connecting the spirituality with physicality because we're made out of both. We can't ignore you. Since I'm comprised of both, we have, I have to deal with both and work with both. The, 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 I don't know that. Yeah, you bring spirituality to physicality is the dynamic, right? Great, but, but be aware that it's just the undeniable reality that, you know, you're gonna do you're gonna do work down here, right? But as far as you know that ascent of uh, that, that ascent of Moshe, the, that's that's not going to happen. Which is okay if that's a person's tafket. Yeah, Yaakov did exactly what he was supposed to do. Aaron did exactly what he was supposed to do. He did exactly what he was supposed to do. Right? The, the different people have different roles in life. And we don't we don't need another Moshe Rabbeinu ever again. That'd be great if we wait. The Torah's down. It's accessible. Motion needed to be able to achieve that in order to be able to bring the Torah down in the world. Why we, it's here? Why okay, and we, also and we also don't need an Avram and Yitzhak and Yaakov because we already have the Avos uh, for Klaus. So. Yeah, and yet a person supposed to say, uh, "When will my actions reach those of my forefathers?" In I mean, terms of living up to because you never know right? what your Shorish Hanashama is. Uh. Some people are going to be more. You know, the, the, their purpose in life will be more like like this one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes some people, their purpose in life will be more like that one. Many of us are going to be an amal- amalgamation of of various different ones, but they are the archetypes, right? So yeah. you, you don't just say, "Oh, well, the archetypes are done. Let's throw them in the garbage and we'll, mm-hmm. we'll just start doing our own thing." No, no, they are the archetypes. There's, there's nothing besides that. Afterwards, there's just certain permeations of them. But the, the, this is this is a, this is a big one over here. Let's say fractal. This is the koach. This is the koach of Torah. Velo kachsa of Not only he separated from his wife, but his eyes did not grow dim. Velo nas lecha shelo, and his flesh did not lose its moisture. He was 120 years old, and his body hadn't changed. Means the the. <laughs> the physicality, its nature is to to decay. Mm. Abstract ideas are just as fresh and crisp today as they were the day they came out of the oven. Right? They're just as powerful. So this concept of, of, of uh, not aging is because of there's not there's not this this, this decay um, of of the physical. Ki me'achar shechuser min ha'mayim 
that since he was drawn out of water, Hamorim al Inyan Hachumri, which indicate the concept of physicality. Hayamosho Rabbeinu Alav Shalom Maloso Poshut Minachomer. His loftiness was something that was separate from physicality. Vinisher b'malas hatsura bilvad. So he was, to a certain extent, he was kulo tsura, even though he b'shegam hubasar, in spite of the fact he was flesh. V'kasher amru hachamim al inyan ha'adam shehubria pusa balchomer amru. So, but, but on the other hand, Chazal do point out that a man, regular man is something that is lowly and physical. So they say, If you look at three things, you won't sin. Where do you come from? From a putrid drop. The lowest form that there is which is from a liquid. I mean, the thing that we want to say, when we want to stress to some of the lowest, we say, you're a drop of, of liquid. If you want to really say someone is a low, 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 you say, you're a drop of liquid. Or at least you come from a drop of liquid. Because liquid is essentially water, which means it's essentially something that lacks any tzura to it. Yeah? Hareki ha-chomer ha-pochos she-be-odom hu min ha-tipa sucha she-hu-amayim asher heim bli tzura. You are a person who lacks entirely any tzura. Umaylas Moshe Rabbeinu Allah v'sholom be-hefech zeh is the exact opposite of that. She-hufshet V'nivdal mibchisus zos he was separated and abstracted from this lowliness hatipa sucha this uh, from the from the seed the putrid seed v'ya moshui min hamayim he was drawn out of that he was taken out from that state of being clearly not something that the rest of us have. Ulufikach Shemoshe Hu Shem Atzmi Lo Bevadai Mora Lacha Maloso Ha Atzmis. So the, the name, the essential name, the name that he's always referred to, that is telling you about his um, essential characteristic. Any questions? <laughs> Supposed to last week. Is, 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 it sounds like you're saying the same thing over again. In my extremely erroneous and ignorant ears, but it sounds like he's, he's expanding upon his. What was he? What was the grammar we covered last week? I think I think he's adding that specifically the. Um, first
That's a good point that Noah is making. Um, the morale is extraordinarily sensitive to anyone saying a chiddush, including himself. Okay? He does not like saying chiddushim. Extremely reluctant to say chiddushim. Now, he brought, the, again, the Pasuk says that he, he was called Moshe because she drew him out of water. He has one Midrash explaining that. Why is he called Moshe? He was drawn out of water. What's the, midr- what's the one Midrash that says that? Why is he called Moshe? Because he was drawn out of the water. That's the Pasuk says that. What do Chazal say? Why is the name Moshe used as opposed to his other names? Hakar Satov. Right, unbelievable. The Midrash said, Mikan Atalamid Scharan shall go The reward of, of those who do kindness. Bati did a kindness for him, and that's it. So that name is used. Now there, there's the only Chazal the Maral is aware of that tells us why he is named Moshe. It seems like a silly name, seems like a historical thing, seems like not like a very unbelievable thing, right? But but what can but, but what can you do? Listen. You know, Batya called him that, and you got it. You, you have to. You have to. You know, she gets the reward. She she did an act of kindness for Moshe Rabbeinu. So that's it. He's going to be named that, even though the name seems to kind of be like a little bit of a non non event, right? It's like um, he's going to be called three fourteen because that was the address of the hospital he was born in. You know, okay, it's not, not such a great name, but that's that's the name. You know. That's the only thing we have. We don't have another Chazal. So now the Maral says, it's of course true. Not, you know, uh, it's a very, very valid point. But I, the Maral of Prague, am going to say that actually there's a deeper meaning. I have no source. So now, so what did he do? He brought us one Midrash that does speak about Moshe's name. Moshe is Gematria Bishagam. But you have to go back and say, what are the... My Marechazal are like pillars. You know, you have this abyss, right? And then you have these pillars standing. Now, if there's one pillar over here and there's another pillar like 100 feet away, and I have to like somehow float through the abyss to get to the other pillar, right? That's, you know, um, pulpit rabbis like to do things like that, right? Maral's not going to do that. So he's going to... So if he's got two pillars that are, seem pretty far away, he's going to work really hard to show you how... No, the pillars are actually really close together. Even though you don't have the exact words. I don't have a raya for you. Right? And this you that I have, it's not in text. Because there's talking about Hashem didn't destroy the world. He delayed the destruction of the world 120 years. Uh, somehow, because Moshe Rabbeinu's name is Bishagam. And that's 120. And Moshe lived 120 years, and there's a 120 year delay. So he's very methodical about showing you exactly so he's, what the so work he's was. saying. What's the destruction about? The destruction is destruction using water, marble using water to destroy tzura. Mm-hmm. 
Moshe Rabbeinu is going to be a schus against that. That's why it's going to be a, an extension of life of 120 years. Why is Moshe Rabbeinu the schus? Because, ah, because he is the Tzura. Okay. And since the world could have such a person like him in it, so then the world has extended that extra credit line. Not, not to disrespect pulpit rabbis, he just shows his work. I mean, I assume that yeah, anyone who's making a board yeah. also did that work. They're just right. not necessarily going to yes. take all the steps. If, if that person was on, was was as thorough as the morale, um, yes. Often pulpit rabbis take a lot of um, liberties. Liberty, which a Tamil Chacham sitting in the audience is like hmm. cringing and saying, really? Um, maybe yes or maybe not. I don't know. We just went through, you know, about 100 feet of the abyss without any pillars for me to lean on. If you want me to follow your vort, you need to put down a pillar about, you know, every three or four feet that I should be able to jump from the one to the next. If I don't see the... If, if I can't jump from this one to that one, then I'm not, then I'm not going. Even if you're right? correct. Even if you have a good vort at the end of it. Right? It doesn't mean it's true. If it is true for other reasons, I'm not a prophet. I don't. I, I don't have the ability to know if it's true or not. So, so we're saying the answer is, is that models working very hard to illustrate that. So he's building the entire thing. So this uh, today we spent explaining his really his only source in Chazal for what he's saying. This is the binyan of his four from last week. His no, his four from last week. Yeah. yeah. Okay. 